0: This episode of the golf gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by WinBet. Get started today and you'll get a risk-free bet up to 500 bucks, $500 risk-free bet. Come on guys. Terms and conditions apply. Get started uh, at winnbet.com and download the app today and odds crowd. Odds crowd has a ton of free fantasy betting contests, including a $2,000 season long MLB contest and a $500 weekly contest. Download the app today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds and better than Vegas. Better than Vegas is your home for the free daily video picks from the SGP and crew. It's like YouTube for sports gambling. So you make sure to subscribe to our profile at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash BTV. And Listen, tonight's uh, the nice last night. Uh, so uh, hopefully you jump on. Well, yeah, listen, hopefully you jumped on there and uh, follow the PixWise capper contest at picks for free picks and analysis throughout the tournament from the likes of Jeff Rothstein, Rashad Phillips, Jeff Nadu, and more and to see which expert was trending hot as they battled it out for a winner takes all $10,000 prize over at picks com. And the biggest thing, listen, we're giving away 500 free dollars for the masses DFS contest. That is completely free to enter. It's free boys. It's free. So just go to sportsgirpodcast dot com slash masters that's sportsgirpodcast dot com slash masters. All right, DJs, welcome back for the DFS Masters Show. Myself, Boston Capper, with the God of Golf himself, Steve Shermer. We got a guest coming on tonight, Nagel's Bagels himself again, so he can defend Xander. And uh, yeah, man, I'm fucking ready. How about you? Hello, friend. <laughs> Hello, Fred. yeah, of course I'm ready, and uh, yeah, we're
1: gonna have a, a great guest on tonight, and uh, I'm gonna try and stir up some uh conflict between you and him because I know that you guys are on different uh, different ends of the spectrum, a couple guys that you like and hate, so uh, yeah, that makes for entertaining uh, podcasting, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think hate's probably a strong word uh, for the guy that he loves the most. I'm just kind of indifferent towards him, I get irritated. It's just kind of, like I said, just kind of like, I, uh, like I used to just, I hated Peyton Manning, but I think I hated his fans more. You know what I mean? Like it just, cause the constant arguing is what irritates me.
1: So it's like how I love Tiger Woods, but I hate their, his fans.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's, Sorry that's if I thought.
1: just added half the audience, my apologies. Yeah. No. Well, well, they should know by now. Exactly. <laughs> so, all right. So there were a couple interesting tidbits that went around to, I mean, it's mostly just fluff stuff. Um, I think we're probably not going to get any real information about the golf course or anything until tomorrow, but, um, apparently, uh, Patrick Cantlay played a practice round to Fred couples said it was very useful, quote unquote. That's probably going to get a lot of buzz as far as like narrative street, and everything. I don't think it means anything. It's probably just going to mean. although what I did know is his prices going up. Um, I think on a couple of books, he's now under 20 to one. So I'm happy that I'm on him at the price of that them. That, I have him, but uh, it's he's getting a lot of steam, and we'll, we'll talk about him later. Um, somebody apparently watched Brooks Kapka have a practice round with Victor Hovland, said he didn't have a limp, looked great. That just puts fuel the <laughs> fire on him, I know, and I know makes you feel pretty happy about uh, you know having a little faith in him, and he's ready to go. I'm pretty yeah. uh, stoked about that. And then uh, finally got some intel and explanation about. Remember when Louis withdrew at API? Just randomly. Yeah. So apparently back tightened up like right before his tea time. Could oh. not move. And then he didn't play well at the players I didn't play well at the match play. So is too related. I don't know. I know he's has some popularity this week because Louis Ushuizen, You know, he finished runner up to Bubba Watson 2012. Grizzle veteran playing all right into the last two
0: weeks. So I don't know. Maybe that's something to watch. I don't know. I was, you know me, man. I'm a big Louie guy. It, it does scare me. I read the same report. Like, I mean, what's going to happen if he does it on, I don't know, man. It's always the fear of withdrawal, right? With him. And it, it, like we talked about, he was doing it all with putting, which was weird too. Yeah. So like there's all types of weird flags with him, which means we should probably just fucking blindly bet him.
1: Probably. I mean, maybe, was,
0: maybe, not, maybe not DFS, but maybe just go ahead and jump on the cat.
1: Yeah, maybe that's, that's a conversation for uh, tomorrow. And then, uh, you know, updated weather report. And I, I come here today with my Al Roker hat and uh, <laughs> I don't know what the hell is going to happen because there are conflicting weather reports out there. Uh, I've seen, I, I think what we know for sure, it's going to rain a lot on Friday, but it's going to rain during the day. And that makes, that makes it tough. Like guys don't like playing in the rain there. It's right. usually like, it's when it's like overnight, and the golf course is just sitting there and then the guys attack it like when there's no rain, it's soft. But if it's raining, like it makes, especially with these firm greens, it's gonna make like flying the balls to the green like hard. It's gonna skip on you. It's gonna make scrambling kind of difficult. So I still think it's gonna play pretty difficult. The, the the biggest thing though is there is a conflict with how much wind they're gonna get. So I've seen reports of calm winds all four days and i've seen one that has not changed its forecast where it's gusts up to 20 miles per hour every single day and that's going to matter right? that's going to matter as far as like where the scoring is maybe this is a conversation for tomorrow but i don't love the fact that i don't really know what the weather is going to be because Augusta national plays very differently especially with different winds so we'll see i guess to be continued we'll have an update yeah.
0: tomorrow and yeah. we'll go from there that's the only thing we can do um yeah. Exactly. Uh, seriously. I mean, like, you're right. It's funny. You posted a couple of those things in Slack and it's like, well, didn't the last one just say the fucking opposite. I know um, I swear yeah. to God, I, I swear to God, Kramer told me to stop dropping the F bomb so much. I think I'm doing it more just subconsciously. Like I'm going to try, <laughs> I'm going to try to chill on that. I think All I did right. good last night, but tonight, not so much. It was a long day at work. What's a, what's uh, a replacement word that we can use for you. I don't know. It's fine to use the word. I just feel like, Hey, I, I can't use it as my crutch word. How how about, I mean? how about fleetwood? Another <laughs> that would be funny. Yeah. There we go. Oh, the SEO would be really weird on this podcast. It would be, <laughs> <laughs> it would be yeah. really, really yeah. Fleetwood. Weird. Fleetwood, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. 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 I gotta yeah. go get the papers. Get the papers. Um, <laughs> there you go. So, all right, let's so talk what, about ownership. Let's go.
1: Yeah, yeah, let's talk about some ownership. Uh, so over nine thousand dollars. Um, you know, J, right at the top there, it's JT and Rom dominating ownership, uh, right near like you know about ten thousand dollars. So both are probably going to have twenty percent. Both been talked about a lot in all the shows. There's a lot of narrative street going on with Rom right now that I'm not really digging. As someone who bet him and was going to use him in DFS, I don't know. We're going to have to talk about him when stay Nagel. strong,
0: baby. Have the faith. Yep.
1: Um, Bryson's a tier below. He's around mid teens. DJ, Rory, and Xander not getting much love. So we'll see if there's any potential pivot play there. Nine thousand dollars, just like we talked about yesterday. Spieth is mega popular. It's going to be well over twenty percent, maybe pushing thirty. Yeah. Uh, Cantley is also popular. Uh, he seems to be the next level down after you go past Rory and Xander. And if you want to go above Spieth. People are going to can't lay. Reed, web, Female, or like low teens are the next two down. And then Brooks is not getting any love for DFS. I think the approach is bet him outright, avoid for DFS because you don't really know. you yeah, know, He's, he's ticked
0: up a little bit. He's almost at 11% right now. He was, see, at like, I, he
1: was
0: at like five.
1: I I saw him at like high. I saw him, I like think, nine when I it, pulled yeah, it. Earlier.
0: it was 11 literally right before we clicked on.
1: Okay. My apologies. Well, yeah, you're fine. Whatever. 11, nine, not much difference. So, all right, $8,000 range. Uh, Daniel Berger is the most popular player. In that range, which I'm not surprised because everyone's on them.
0: Is everybody talking about them? Yes. I told you I barely, I barely, I barely listened to one of the Mayo shows. I half listened to the betting show, which I I enjoy the betting show more. Um, so I'm going to have to re-listen to that tomorrow. But other than that, dude, just whatever. I I, I was texting you about the show I was listening to and getting triggered. So <laughs> there we go. And uh, yeah we'll, uh,
1: maybe, maybe we'll talk
0: to the about that as far as, uh, uh
1: so. right. maybe not. All right. That's a, a safe place, babe. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> um, go back to ownership. Uh, Cam Smith, Hovland, Fitzpatrick and sung are in the mid teens, Hatton, yep. Westwood, Shuffler, Hideki, Fleetwood are all under 10%. Maybe I'm surprised. Like, I'm surprised about Decky. I'm not, I mean, listen, I tried to make a case for him last week and do anything. He did the same thing. He always does.
0: You should listen to the, your, should too. listen to your, should
1: listen to your boy. Well, I thought I was right. And then I was wrong. So all right. 7,000 hour range. Um, Paul Casey is mega shock again. And he was mega chalk at the players. And that came through and he's looking to be about 20% plus again this week. And I know why he's been playing great. And the ball striking numbers pop on fantasy national. Can you do it two times in a row? I don't know. That does. I don't love the fact that everybody's on him, but I guess I probably should have expected it. Uh, other double digit guys, uh, you got Adam Scott, Jason Day, Louis Ouswezen. Those are veteran players with a lot of history at Augusta National. No surprise that they are popular. You got Neiman outsource also pulling double digits. They are the young guns who are pretty good with the ball striking. And then Max Homa. He's getting a lot of run. Not too thrilled with that. But because yeah, he won a Riviera, because he won a Coil Hollow, two golf courses that kind of have a little bit of a crossover, he wanted both those places. Course, naturally, people are going to want to pick him here. And then $6,000 range, your boy Corey Connors, 20% ownership. I don't know. You can't say it's a surprise. Yeah. Great at ATI, great at the players, great at Valero. Ball striking numbers are great. Finished top 10 in November. Yeah. Of course,
0: people not I don't care. I, yeah. I'm using them. I don't care.
1: All right. Well, spoiler alert to uh, the under 6000 under uh, <laughs> 7000 So <laughs> other double digit guys, you know, Co Crack, your boy, Siwoo, <sighs> your boy, Ryan Palmer. I think your boy still. Yeah, he's still my boy. He's still my okay. boy. Yeah. All right, all double digits. So it's just going to yeah, be ch- awesome. So great. Be, uh, so great for me. Yeah, it's going to be chalk capper this week, uh, and then other notable guys who are in the high single digits. Uh, Matt Coocher, kind of riding that momentum from last week. He has good history at Augusta National. Brian Harmon. Uh, you got the lefty angle. He's been playing well. He's got high d- single digit ownership. Lanto. He's way down the card. You know, just way, be. I yeah. think whenever Lanto was under $7,000. People just jump to him. And then Matt Wallace he played great last week carrying momentum this week. He's got like six or seven. So, you know, we'll see. I mean, there's, there's a lot of interesting names under $7,000. There's a lot of not so interesting names. We'll see if there's anything, you know, any sort of pivot plays you can go to. Cause it seems like a, there's a lot of concentration of ownership of, you know, four or five players under $7,000. And like we've talked about in the past, that has never really worked out for anybody.
0: Nope. So we'll I 100% agree. We yeah. Well, let's go. Let's bring on, uh, let's bring on uh, the man himself. Uh, Nagel's bagels. There we there go. He there he is. I'm sorry. <laughs> it took me a minute to figure that out. <laughs> no, you're good brother. All right. What's so up guys, nothing. What's up brother? Yeah. Hey, uh, sorry, Nagels. So we got to congratulate you
1: and I, and, and Capper told me that uh, apparently you were, uh, you know, putting guys in uh in caskets on the, <laughs> Twitter. The, it was
0: awesome. <laughs> yeah. It,
1: listen, like, I mean, congrats and speed, you know, get that you're on Chris Kirk, the one guy I want to give you kudos for, cause it's a guy who has burned me over and over and over and over. And as soon as I heard you say this name, uh-huh. I was like, well, shit, this is good. I probably should have been on him.
2: Lucas Glover. Congratulations. Oh, I that, think I that love was your you. best picket. Of- yeah, yeah <laughs> that was a good, yeah, that was good. I ended up with like four guys in the, uh, in the top 12. Yeah, Kuchar yeah. too, which I think you guys you weren't high on him. Nah, I just no. thought he
0: was gonna be gas, man. I mean, fuck, dude, I'm 38, and like I get tired after like one round of golf. Never mind as many
2: holes as he played. No nah, man, Kuchar's, uh he found something. If you if you watched any of that match play, yeah, listen yeah. to any of his post-round interviews. Oh yeah, I know. Oh, all he was doing. He's thanking his coach, and I feel like myself again. And I know. oh, he was he cashed a big check, and he was yeah, he's all he'll be on, he's on the radar for this week for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I'm with you. But so he's
0: chalky as shit too, this weekend. So what's killing me is, uh, is all my guys, all my, like all my low, like $6,000 guys are all friggin' chalky. So I'm going to have to figure out a way to differentiate. Like, it's, we'll, uh, have
2: to, we'll have to talk about those. Yeah, we will I like to well, know who
0: those
1: are. <laughs> well, well, before we do, I'm going to kick the hornet's nest here. And right. uh, I, I don't know if you listened a couple of shows ago, we were talking about the Ryder cup. I and, did. Uh, and yes. something stopped me in my tracks. And yeah, no, it did. Yeah, and he, he, my, uh, my co host, who, uh, you know, definitely has uh, a bias towards uh, your favorite player, that should he actually be on this team? So I want you to make the case for why Xander Shopley should probably most definitely be on the Iron <laughs> Cup team. Instead. I don't have to make the
2: case. Capper's an idiot. <laughs> I don't have to make the case. Yeah. He's, he's the sixth ranked player in the world. Him and Cantley are going to be a team. As long as Cantley's back holds up for a freaking decade. And if Catley's back goes out, then he'll be with pair with Morakawa. And it's a California connection. They were great at the President's Cup. They lost their first match, but then they didn't lose again the rest of the way. Yeah. They're get I mean, he's it's it was preposterous. I heard it and I laughed. I wasn't offended. <laughs> I wasn't triggered. It was like, yeah, okay, you're right. <laughs> it was just like two years ago when I was saying Ron shouldn't even be on the Ryder Cup team. It's dumb. Like yeah. You have to know when you're just, it's the bad yeah, yeah. thing. And listen, it's, it's sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I just dig my fucking heels in
0: and you're not moving me just based off a of principle and how stubborn I am, right? I'm an Irish Catholic from Boston. I'm very stubborn and it's going to take a lot to move me off of it. And that might've been a tad of a hot take, uh, just a tad, uh, but whatever, man, <laughs> like it is what it is. Like, He's going to be on the Ryder Cup team. Yeah, he's obviously he's gonna be on the running Cup team, but I like to, to make the case for the guys below him who you know listen might pair up better in a, at a longer course, and uh, I don't
2: know, we'll see, we'll see. What are see. You Look. talking about? Xander and Camley are tailor made like for each other. They're teammates going forward. Get behind America. That's like our one A team. It's All our one right. A team. You think it's our? You think it's our one You think it's the best pair? One A. A. Oh, like, okay, okay. At and whoever. I got. Want to put JT and Jordan together or whoever? They're the they're the team. They're oh. our Hollywood. They're not R- Ram and Rory, but right. they're the that they're the second. Hey, listen, I, listen. The second I, team. Listen, I'm fine
0: with that. Listen, when it comes time, I'll be waving the American flag, screaming about it. You need to talk to my co-host about rooting for goddamn Europe. Okay. That's that's the that's the trouble. Hey, issue now this is about me. Cup. This is
2: about you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Steve. To answer your question, I did hear that take. I kind of chuckled. I just, I'm, yeah, I'm like, yeah, okay, right. Yeah, <laughs> he's not going to be on the Ryder Cup team. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what
1: world you're living in. No, Listen, it was a poster uh, take. Apparently, I think he wants Matthew Wolf to be on the team instead of Xander.
0: So. I do not, dude. Fuck you. Get out of here with that. <laughs> <laughs> hey,
1: well, while we why don't we shift gears to something a little more serious, so. You know, talk to us Nagels about like just high level, like what's your approach this week? What are some of the things you're looking at? Like as far as like, you know, any narratives, stats, course experience, why don't you give a little breakdown about what you're looking for, you know, to build your DFS lineups this week?
2: Okay. Well, I, i I may not have a great answer here. I am, I know what I'm not looking for. I'm not paying too much attention to November's results. I think that might be I think that might be a bad way of going about doing things. If you're picking on, picking somebody who, you know, had a top 10 there in November, I think it's going to be a totally different golf course. So I'm, I'm leery of that. I want some, uh, I do want some experience, but more of a, just a major pedigree. If the talent is there, then experience might not matter as much. It's more of like their it'll make more sense when I'm talking, when I mention specific players that I have in mind, when I say this, right, there's a lot of good young players that haven't don't have a lot of reps, but I still think that they will eventually. So I wouldn't mind taking a chance with them uh, this week, but do Come on. It's the masters. We have the course history. We have yep. current form. We know what it takes. Yep. The skill set that's involved. And it's, yeah, we have to project ownership, make the pivots where we're going to make our pivots, got to fade certain narratives. It's pretty much, it's, it's freaking master's week. Master's <laughs> week, baby. Yeah, <laughs> masters masters
0: week. week. We know yeah. what to do. Yeah. Listen, I, yeah, I like it. And it's funny is I talked about uh, this uh, with Steve on the show last night. So in November I was like, listen, it's COVID. It's a completely different world. And I completely just disregarded uh, course history. Uh, like I wanted to take a bunch of the young guns. So I might be a little shy, of doing that again, so maybe you can flip me on that um, as far as like not having enough reps there, because I feel like I got uh, my teeth kicked in because uh, I was pretty heavy on some uh, some times, At least on betting wise, uh, DFS I did okay, um, but betting wise, uh, I may or may not have uh, bet way too many people and with the wrong narrative. You know what I mean? Yeah,
2: mm. yeah, exactly. yeah. Well, it definitely, it definitely played a lot different than it normally does. from April, to November. Yeah. You know, if you're one of those grass guys like Steve and I are. <laughs> yeah, you know, it makes it makes a big difference. It does. It makes a big difference. So, it does absolutely. So the little, it's, it's sometimes it's the little thing. So you just got to be on the be on the lookout for. It. Yeah, definitely. All right, man. So all right, so
0: we kind of got your process, and uh, you pushed out last time going first. Um, so this time uh, in the ten k range, pick one. Gun to your head. Who you
2: taking? Ten thousand and up. Ten thousand and up. Gun to mm-hmm. my head. I'm gonna be taking Justin Thomas. Okay. Uh, I like why, I, I like the, um, uh, why am I taking Justin Thomas? Do I really need to make,
0: I'm just like, so listen, we're splitting a,
2: hairs a, up here. So what,
0: what makes him stand out more to you? Like gun to your head? Like, Hey, listen, I'm, I'm going to die if he doesn't. Okay. Do it, so. Okay.
2: Fine. Let me, let me just talk here for a second. I want to mention all the, I'm going to, I have to mention everybody else. Yeah, that's fine. I, I feel John is going to be getting a lot of steam because of this baby. So that's a narrative that I am fading. I don't think he's going to play well just because he had a baby. I'm not one of those people. I still haven't seen Bryson post a top 20 on this golf course. I don't know what's going on with DJ's game, but I do think DJ might be, could be pretty sneaky if you figure out a way to afford him, if you like him in your lineup. I don't want, I'm not going to risk it with Rory. And I have a, I, I have an obvious bias with Xander. I died on that hill at the match play. I thought that was the week that it was all going to happen. Granted, it was, <laughs> sure a off. it was, I did <laughs> granted it was a match play tournament and I don't think he's getting the, any steam at all in terms of ownership. I might be wrong about that. It's still, it's still only Monday, Yeah. but I've always thought for the last two years, I've always thought Justin Thomas was the best player in the world. Uh, he just won the players and that seems to be forgotten. Steve, I know what you're going to say, and I agree with you, Justin Thomas, if this golf course is going to play firm and fast, Justin Thomas may not be a great fit, but I always go back to, well, you know, he won. he did win a Honda classic. He was, he wasn't terrible at Wingfoot. foot. He, uh, he just won the players. I, I just have confidence in his game that he would overcome that. So if it was, a, if it's going to be firm and fast, I don't think that's going to wipe him out. And his, his starts here have been progressively better over the over the last 5 years this is going to be a sixth appearance that's plenty of uh plenty of experience and I think he's the best player in the world and it's time for him to claim a second major yeah and that's why I'm picking Justin Thomas. do I love it I literally love it like I was debating between
0: JT and Ram right so and I ended up Who do you think I'm going to pick yeah. Well, obviously I know you are going to pick right. So, <laughs> right. But so, uh, so I ended up landing on Ram, uh, but of course. Well, yeah, listen, of course I did. Cause he's my guy. Right. And, but here's the deal. It's not because of the baby narrative. Okay. First of all, these guys are multimillionaires. He's not, he's not up with the baby in the middle of the night. Like, and of course he's proud or whatever, but dude, this is an ultra, this is a competitive dude. who's going to go out and do his thing, whether he had the baby or not. Right. I almost wish he didn't have the baby yet because everybody would have stayed off him. Right. And now he's going to be fucking Uber chalk because of that shit. So I actually might switch back to JT for all you the reasons. That, yeah. for all the reasons you said, uh, like I'm with you, but here's the thing that scares me about JT too, yeah, is that awesome. dude, is that dude can get so ice cold with the putter. It's terrifying. Like just burning the edge, burning the edge, burning the edge. And I mean, you saw it even on the, even on uh, the final round at TPC. The front nine, it was like Jesus, man. He hit like what it was, he? he hit like eight or nine <laughs> like greens and, and couldn't make a one putt. It was insane. And then he turned it back on on the back nine. I, I really do like JT this week, I really do. And it was between He's him still and Ron. Him, by the way. Oh, I know. Listen, I, listen, I know. Do, listen, we had JT, bro. We're fine. We were happy. <laughs> we had a family dinner over here. Like, we were fine. Like, lots of people were on him. It was the snap bet thing, right? Uh, same thing. Uh, that we, we talked to a little bit on Twitter. We can get to the next one uh, at the next round. Like we saw the number, we just grabbed it. Like, dude, how do you have this guy this low? Like, boom, just grabbing. Mm-hmm. So I mean, look, I like, I like Rom too, though. Like three top tens, uh, forget the baby narrative shit. Uh, it, this, but the same thing worries me about Rom that JT doesn't make like, a man with that new putter, man. It just frustrates me. I don't give a shit what uh, the data says. Like I watch him and I'm like, he should have made that putt. He was seven and a half feet out. Should have made the putt, and well, he's not making them.
2: Well, I don't care what the data says. I've never seen John Rom contend in a major. Yeah,
0: Whether he backdoors he it. You're does right. have
2: top tens. They're like the most meaningless top
0: tens you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, but hey, but we're not talking about him on our batting guide. We're talking about DraftKings going, right? So, Eagles yeah, and Eagles and Eagles, birdies, 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 birdies and place with points,
2: place with <laughs> points. Listen, if JT wins and Rom finishes third, then JT was a better play. Yeah, absolutely. Listen, I'm not, uh, listen, we're splitting hairs up
0: here, bro. You know what I mean? Like that's what we're doing. Like we, we really, I was splitting hairs. Like I like JT. I love, I love the agony man, like all everything. And, but Rob's my guy, man. You know what I mean? Like I'm not at the point with Rom where you out with Xander, where you're like, I just got to stay away from him because of my bias. Like I'm I'm still, I still just like fucking man. because if he wins and I'm not on him, do you know how fucking mad I'm going to be? Do you know how mad I'm going to be at myself? Like it's going to be very upsetting.
2: Yeah. I I'm familiar with the FOMO <laughs> and just one last thing about JT and Steve. I'd love to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, you're still there, right? Steve? Yeah, I'm
1: still here. <laughs> I'm, I'm like an angry cat right now. just waiting to
2: like pounce. All right. Um, whenever I have a ticket that I think is live and Justin Thomas is hovering around the leaderboard or he's lurking. I'm terrified. He's like the one guy I'm always terrified of. It's like, Oh God, JT again. I got to deal with this guy. I don't have that feeling with a lot of people. Maybe Bryson, but I mean, yeah, he's—if you can't beat him, join him—and he's ready. He's ready to win the Masters. All right, I'm with you, man.
0: Listen, I'm with you. I, I like it. I like the JT take. What about you, okay. Steve?
1: All right, so I've right. been sitting here listening to you guys go back and forth about with JT. So here's here's the thing.
2: You like Rory. So-
1: <laughs> no, I'm not going to make the contrary. Rory play like everybody else is doing. Apparently, that, that's that's going to get mushed. Everybody was making the Rory. Well, everybody should be sleeping on him. He's you know disappointed, but you know what? Maybe it's time to go back to him. Everyone mentioned that today. I'm not doing it. If you want to bet him 20 to one to win the tournament, I think fine. But DFS, I don't really want anything to do with it. Um, so I was going to sit here up until today, and it was going to be Rom. And there's a couple of reasons for it. Just like my co-host said, it's not necessarily the baby thing. When I was looking at the weather reports, I was trying to compare it back to what masters is, is going to be. And it started, it was looking a lot like 2013. That was a tournament where you didn't get a lot of rain coming in. Then we had some rain. It was hot. It was kind of humid. It was sticky, but because it was so firm, it still played tough. It was tough scoring conditions. And, and the winner was Adam Scott. And Data Golf has this relative skill set chart that basically shows what Adam Scott was good at that year. So in 2013, Adam Scott was a he had very good length off the tee. He was really accurate as well, really good with his irons, good scrambler, really hit or miss with the putter. And you know what that reminds me of? Based on this, what the last few months, you know, what he's done? It's Rom. I mean, he's been streaky with the putter. He's been having kind of problems with it, but scrambling's been great. Great with his irons he has a better combination of length and accuracy off the tee, and you think He's not just a bomber. You know, he does have pretty good control on his tee shots, but then everybody was on this today. Like there's a couple guys that we joke about in our Slack channel that are professional mushes and they're all on ROM. And just like you said, Nagels, it was, I'm getting Danny will advise. Well, I hate hearing that. Like it really should be about the player and I will push back a little bit on one thing about JT. It, like I don't mind JT and firm and fast. Like okay. even though the fairways were soft at sawgrass, the greens are pretty firm. So that doesn't bother me because he's a good iron player. What bothers me is the wind with JT. That's where I see him get flustered, especially off the tee. and it's starting to look like the wind is not going to be as significant. So I think I'm joining you guys on JT as well but I really want to go back to Bryson and we haven't talked about him yet. And there's only one thing that concerns me with it. It's the greens reading book. Is that really a real thing? Because otherwise, well, because otherwise he's been hitting his irons. Good. It seems like other than when he shanked it into the woods on what hole number five, like, and then topped it into the water, It seemed like he did a better job knowing when to press the gas and to let off. Like he showed more restraint at Sawgrass than what he showed last November when he decided to hit driver everywhere and it kicked him in the teeth and Sawgrass, you can't really do that, but he picked the spots pretty well. So did Bryson learn anything from last November? I don't know. Maybe, and it probably is going to come down to is the green reading book thing really real. So I think, if gun to my head, it's probably going to be JT's because I know what I'm getting. I, I agree with you guys. He has gotten better. I like this weather report a little better, but I think, I, I think a lot of guys are going to talk themselves up, Bryson, and I want to go there with him.
0: All right. yes. no, no reaction to that? No, I, so I, think the, I think the green book thing is real. I really do, especially with a guy like Bryson who literally had like calculates everything to the, to the umpteenth decimal of whatever. Uh, I don't know, man. Like, like we said, like we talked about last year when he, when he crushed that drive, put the wedge in within three feet and then missed the three and a half foot. putt. I knew I was fucked from that point. Right. I just knew I was screwed and he's got another round under his belt there, but man, I don't know. Like I, I just, I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe it is because I got burned by him last year. I mean, maybe like I just, I can't, I can't see him. I just can't see him doing I mean,
2: he was the he was the favorite going into in going into the November Masters. Yeah. He won the US Open. Uh-huh. All right. He was he was transformed. And yeah, I mean I, I this seems to be a common I've heard some Bryson chatter today and read a couple of things. And this seems to be a fallback, and I don't I don't see it. I don't understand. I wish I wanted to be explained to me. I know he's gr- a great player. Yeah. He hasn't done it. He hasn't done it here. Maybe it doesn't suit his eye. Maybe he, he's so mechanical and so methodical and writes everything down and he's a slow player and the masters has a lot of rules and maybe he's worried about getting ding for slow play. And he's, you know, he's uh what's the word? He's, he's spastic. Yeah. So maybe it's just not a good a good good fit. Yeah, I just think it's a risk. I think it's 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 too much of a risk. I agree.
1: But 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 let me let me play devil's advocate. Didn't we say that Sawgrass was not a fit for him either? And what happened there? He finished third. Yeah, exactly. Like that was a golf course where we all said you can't bomb it everywhere. You got to play by Pete Dye's rules, right? He and off, he went out and, and finished. Went out and finished third. Now the only it, literally the only thing that is the issue, is. For me, the Green's reading book. Because wedge is still because well that that doesn't affect just his putting, it affects his chipping too. He grinds oh. over that thing to look at chips to see where the ball breaks. Yeah. So you know what? Probably at the end of the day, DFS is really the only place I was going to consider Bryson to begin with. Probably not going to do it either. I'm just trying to make the case because I think people are maybe, maybe it's just me. <laughs> Maybe I'm trying to get over the fact that like he really burned me badly last November and I'm thinking maybe there's a lot of people out there that feel the same way. Yeah. And I think, and it was very public how he basically pushed that narrative of like, yes, Bryson's going to take over this golf course in everybody's face. Maybe that's going to push down his ownership a little bit. I mean, I know we're sitting here right now. It's 15%, but
0: it's, it's all, it's all pretty even up there. Right. I mean, it's like, like it's, it's pretty even. I think JT and Rahm are the highest ones that push at 20. Everybody else is, you know, 12 to 15%. You're not getting any leverage on that spot. So I would uh, I'm with Nagels, man. I think that's unnecessary risk, and uh, whatever. If it blows up in my face, is here. Fucking blows up in my face. Won't be the first time. Uh, but I'm not dying on that hill. Uh, and listen, holy shit, we've talked like 15 goddamn minutes uh, about the 10K range. All right, we got so. Uh, we, we haven't done listen, It's not you, bro. <laughs> it's all of us, right? This is what's going to happen. Guys strap in. It's going to be a long goddamn podcast. Uh, but listen, uh, before we move to the next range, uh, listen, college hoops was back last games going on tonight and WinBet bet brought you the action live. And listen, they also got real sports betting online casino play all produced by the Win Las Vegas. So getting on your favorite team, Cinderella stories and tournament upsets. Hope you did last game is tonight. Uh, so I hope you didn't miss out on the madness. There's generous promos odds. Palais are all happening at Winbet right now. So get started today. And you, you can still get up to a free up to a $500 risk free bet. Terms and conditions do apply. Get all the details at bet.com and download the app today. All right, little housekeeping. Sorry. All right. So, that was very long. We beat the shit out of that segment. And uh, I think we only And we didn't about, even talk about Dustin Johnson. I was about to say I think we talked about three fucking golfers. So, yeah. um all right, let's move on to the nine K range, and uh, who's gonna jump on that? We made Nagels go first on the on the first one. Uh, it's it's you, buddy. It's me. All right, so all right, so my two favorite plays in this range, I'm Cower and Brooks. Right, so I'm afraid Brooks is gonna catch too much steam, and I I'm afraid that I'm just blindly hoping he's gonna be the Brooks of old. But man, I love this guy on these type of tracks, and if he. Even in his brain, whether it's true or not, right? Like nobody knows like how bad his knee is. But if he went out today and played with whoever, who, who'd you say he played with today? And he had any, he didn't have a limp. Played with Hovland. Oh, and if he went out and didn't have a limp, and he looks good, like this is the type of guy I want in these things. I do believe in the clutch gene. I do believe in a killer mentality. And. I love Brooks. I'm afraid he, like I said, he went from like fucking six percent to ten percent overnight, and it seems like the industry pounded him at whatever number they could find him at yesterday. And it's already what was it down to now, like twenty-two? It's like twenty-five to one now. Yeah. yeah. And so everybody's on him, so that scares me a little bit. But listen, same thing. Uh, I, I, like this is the type of player I want. And this I believe in the big game hunter narrative. I believe in the clutch gene, and that that to me is Brooks and Morikawa. I don't give a shit if he, if, if he's only played here once uh, the kid is amazing. Like he's just good. Like, I don't care. I don't care what anybody says. Like he's one of the best iron players of the world. Um, and I, 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 like we've talked about this before. I feel like faster greens give a worse putter, a better shot at catching up to the field with the good putters, Right. And I have no sense data to back that up, but that's just a gut feeling from watching it. You know what I mean? Like I feel like slower greens make the great putters even better, and the bad putters are still just blah. So I feel like they can even it out with really tough, hard, undulating greens that go really fast. Um, and dude, I mean, how can't you like Mark out? I mean, uh, uh, Nagels posted something on Twitter. One of these things is not like the other. Like his betting odds are ridiculous compared to the rest of the guys who, uh, with their world rankings. Like, what are you crazy? Like, I, I snapped at it. We we did it last night. Where I was literally describing the players that we wanted to target for this, and I was like, I'm describing Morikawa. I went to the site and I bet it immediately. And uh, those those are my guys. Okay. All right. All right. I think I'm next here. So
1: maybe I should just continue the Morikawa talk because he's one of my favorites here too. And I I want to talk about something that people are making the excuse for. It's two things. Number one, let's talk about course history, okay? So, yes, he doesn't have the course history. He did not play well in his one appearance here. But there are countless examples I can point to of guys that either have limited experience and end up doing well or did not have any good experience and then they just randomly won. Like, for example, where it's all about Nagel's boys, Xander Shoffley, finished what, T50 his first time, came to Augusta the next year, finished second. Second. Okay. Yeah. Danny Willett won in his second appearance. Patrick Reed wasn't very good. He didn't have any of the top 20 and then he won. of didn't have anything at Augusta National and anyone. So sometimes just talent prevails. And this kid is a special talent. And our narrative I've heard with Morikawa too is, oh, he has the wrong shot shape. Well, if you're a professional golfer, you can hit the ball both ways. I'm pretty sure of that. In fact, you can go Google search it. Colin Morikawa hits a draw for golf digest. Yes, the guy can hit a draw. He can hit a draw with a three-wood. And if you don't if if you're really hung up with the fact that he hit prefers to hit fades well then don't bet John Rom. Don't bet Dustin Johnson. Don't bet Brooks Kepka. Don't bet Jason Thomas. Don't even bet Xander Shoffley. All those guys stock shots are fates. So I think it's just people are using that as an excuse to get off him. And I don't get it. I mean, what, what are we looking for? We're looking for really good iron players and looking for guys that can scramble because it's going to be firmer greens and you're going to be missing a lot of greens. And he has a great combination of both. I mean, it's Justin Thomas, Spieth, Morikawa as the guys, like if you combine their stroke scan approach and around the green numbers, they're the best in the field. Yep. So I think he's perfectly fine. If no one's really going to have a lot of ownership behind him, in DFS, I'm going to him too. And same thing with Tony Fina. Like I'm not sure how much I believe the ownership number, but I like the fact that he's coming off the miscut. It, all his problems in San Antonio were off the tee. He was fine. Scrambling fine with his irons. Didn't play well. With the players that's just sawgrass. It happens. But again, like everyone's going to speed in this range. So I'm kind of looking for guys who great with their irons, great with the scrammers. And Fino's been great over his last four tournaments again over a stroke per round with his irons. been scrambling great. He's a streaky putter. He has good course history here, good course history, a lot of comp courses. And if he's pulling under 15% ownership, I'm gonna like him.
2: All right. I'm gonna keep this short because you guys both like Morikowa and I do as well. Uh, I don't know if, if there was another place to go in this range. Yeah, I mean, speed there's a lot of win equity here. Speed three Brooks uh, Cantley. I know you like Patrick Cantley usually but yeah I I like Morikawa more out of spite than anything else. Uh, there's a there's a, a person out there that said Morikawa isn't a good fit for Augusta and I see Morikawa and I see the best iron player in the world. And I said, Well, he's, of he's course he is. good for Augusta. <laughs> he's the best is. iron player in the world. Yeah. So it's either I don't know what I'm talking about or this person doesn't know what they're talking about. So it's probably I, the other it's probably the other person. I'm betting that I know what I'm talking about here. And the more the more I think about it, I know Jack Nicholas had some decent success at Augusta. I know he designed a lot of his golf courses. Uh, with Augusta <laughs> in mind. And I know Colin Morakau is one on three Jack Nicholas design golf courses. So I'm not worried about any of that stuff. And yeah, I posted a, a tweet last night. <laughs> he was 28 to one, and all the other guys in the OWGR, one, two, four, and five, were all 10, 11, 12 to one. Well, except DJ, I guess it was like eight. Yeah. But when I it's twenty-eight. It's like, gee, you notice anything here? <laughs> yeah. sticking out to you? And then people wanted to argue with think you. Think the best player in the world. People started arguing with you. Do you deal with that all the time? Uh, the only reason why I did all that Cameron Tringali stuff. Ah, you know? uh, okay, okay. Yeah, okay. I, it doesn't take much to get me going. To be, to be. No fair. way. I'm so confused. Yeah, it's you
1: for persmir- for the, the Cameron Tringali pick. By the way, hey, you know what? I'll sell for a T nine. Thank
2: you. <laughs> yeah, congratulations!
1: Thank Congrats. you. You know what? Didn't really hurt me all that much. I'll get it. <laughs> all
0: right. So, so you're on. So you're on. So you're on Mori too. What do you think? So either one of you guys have any feelings on Webb Simpson? My problem with
1: Webb is I think people want him to be the 2020 Webb where the irons are really good, and they just really haven't. Now, if everybody's missing greens, if the greens are really as firm as what they are, and I mean, I'm worried about the rain that's going to come in and soften them up. Like this, this whole thing about like, Oh, well don't worry. It's a sub system. That's it. That's nonsense because sub-air only does so much. Like all it really does is keep the greens alive. Like it it makes it playable. It doesn't make it, it doesn't, it's not a vacuum that just sucks everything out and it's just concrete. It just right. makes it playable. So like if if you hear people talking about like, Oh, sub air, it'll be fine. No, they're wrong. I mean, like where was the sub air last year <laughs> for November? Like there were mud balls everywhere. Anyways, I digress but if everybody was yeah, talking about how, how
2: Webb killed me at the players and yeah, me that's, too. that stung a little bit, he was and my one and done. That was awesome. Yeah, Me too.
0: Oh, yeah. oh nice.
2: we can pick losers together. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, yeah. I had web. Yeah. I had web with the players. And if he was like in form and playing like Webb Simpson and peaking, he probably wanted to put that ball in the drink on 15 coming down the stretch on Friday. Yeah. So I I don't I don't love it. I like Finau more than I like Webb, you know, mm. just from a four or five scoring standpoint, and a little bit more beef off the tee or Brooksy. I just okay. I was just curious. View. I was curious. Okay. Yeah.
1: So so is that your fade, uh, Boston Capper Webb Simpson in this range?
2: That
0: is my fade. That's what I was asking. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. because, because I was like you. Like I put him. I was like man, because I think I bet him outright at the concession. And I, I think it was like a late ad. It was like a Saturday or a Friday ad. And then Sunday he showed up and he just wasn't hitting any of the normal six to eight foot putts that he would normally hit. And I was like, dude, he's, if he could just figure that out, going into the TPC, like, like that's the stuff he normally does. And then he didn't do it. So uh, I just, I don't think his form's right right now. And that's what i fade.
1: Okay. All right. Nagel's who, uh, who's your fade in this range?
2: Is it, is it uh, Web? two? I could go with web, but I'm tap. Ter- listen, I'm terrified of Brooks Kepka. I love Brooks. But he hasn't played. I don't know about his knee. They were talking about it before. You know, it's a very hilly golf course. Might be a long walk after four days or two days. He hasn't played. He usually likes to play the week before a major. I'm worried about that. But if you want to bet Brooks outright, I, I would get behind that. I don't. But I don't know how long he's going to last. But God, he's so freaking good. You know, I, I love him. But yeah, if he's going to get, if he's getting all the steam. It's him and Speeth, right? In this range. Yeah. 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 Spieth, be 30 30% ownership for Speeth, man. They're I mean, all good. How are you going to fade, Cantlay?
0: How are you going to fade? I'm not. Hey, who are you fading? Yeah. I'll fade oh. what? Sure. <laughs> all right,
1: let's go. <laughs> all right. Well, that's time for my fade. All right. And I think I'm surprised both of you guys because you guys mentioned that I usually love this guy. I'm fading Cantlay. Oh. I mean, it coming. See, here's the thing I look at what's around him. To me, Xander and Cantley are basically the same guy. Mm. So, and Xander is cheaper. Okay, and Nagels, you're going to scoff at that, but basically over their last like 50 rounds, they're basically putting out the same stats, right? They're very,
2: yes, they're both very
1: yeah, good. They're, okay. they're very comparable. Let's put it that. Way. They're very comparable. No, so, you're Xander right. is, so, so, Xander is so Xander is $200 uh, cheaper than Cantley, and Cantley is way more popular. I am more cowboy. like, and I look at Cantley and it's like there's a lot of really good things about him. Like he's good off the tee good iron player, good scrambler, good putter. But like at the masters, you kind of got to have like these elite qualities that win. like good, just doesn't do it. And like, well, yeah, I have an outright of him because I got him at a good price about a month ago. Like it's either going to be like, he's like up for the winner, He's gonna be like T 15. And I don't really want to pay $9,800 for like most T 15s. And like, look at what he's been doing recently. So he contended annex. No one was in that field. Contended at Pebble Beach, no one's in that field. Got the Genesis. He was flaccid over the weekend. We withdrew from concession the weekend before, and he did nothing to players. And then what? I mean, listen. I know it's match play. I don't want to discount it, but he was just flat out stunk on that Friday, and yeah. he needed to win in order to make the weekend. And he stunk. Yeah, so, kind of questioned the stomach with him a little bit. I don't know. I like. I just if he's pulling this much ownership. It's probably
0: a pass for me. You I just what? wanna I just real quick, Nagels, I wanna point out that Steve said how does a rock at least six times on yesterday's podcast. And now okay. he's talking about flaccid. I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean we're going from one one extreme to the other over here. Don't think I didn't know she giggled every time
2: I said that. I did. Too. I will I will say this about Cantley. Like, I would not put it past him the bag that Friday match, so we won't have to play multiple rounds on uh, the I wanna put right. a guy with a bad back. Uh no, he's good. I can, You can make a case for the price that you're fading him because of his price and his, whatever his ownership's going to be, and his results. I could see that. But yeah, he's he's really good. He's a wild card. There's so many of them. That's a the problem. <laughs> I know, man. There's so many of them. They're all good. There's too, too many good players.
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean, the lay fade is more the ownership, and I'm just trying to talk myself into like yeah. a reason not to use him because you're right. Yeah, he's no, a good he's, player. He's a good he player. A, this is what you got to he's if, But if he's drawn twenty twenty five percent ownership, just like with Speed, what's the point? Yeah. I all agree. right, you're with him with everybody.
0: So right, I got a fifty to one ticket. I don't need Speed to blow up my goddamn DFS lineup. That's good. There I'll just go. ride. I'll just ride that. And like fucking Christ, what a waste. All right, <laughs> all right. So who's going first in the AK? So you, Steve? Uh, it's re- it's uh, Nagels. You're gonna uh, wait. off no, he did. Off te- he did ten. He did ten I did nine K. I, and I
1: and I let off with the or well. Actually, you know what? I was supposed to lead off with a fade. We went out of order, so fine. I will lead off then. All right. So I figure, as far as my two favorite plays in the eight thousand dollars range, if, if you like Morikawa, you got like Halvin, right? I mean, both are great ball strikers. Both both are great tee to green. Both do really well at these similar comp courses. I mean, he did really good at Riviera. I'm not really sure what that happened to him and the second half of API or what happened to players like. I mean maybe like when he got I mean he started off really well at players and then he got into with the official twice maybe the not official twice, the officials screwed him yeah I don't know but you know I mean he played as an amateur played well that was a couple of years ago but whatever um, I just I really if this is going to be a ball striking contest he's the best ball striker in this range so I like him and then I just I'm in the bag for Matthew Fitzpatrick this week I just love his form I love how, you know, if, you know, you can get up and down from anywhere. I, I'm a little concerned with his iron numbers. They haven't been quite as great, but I'm willing to look past it because he's still been able to hammer and have really good finishes lately. So I'll take Matthew Fitzpatrick uh, as my second favorite play at this range. All
2: right. Pep, uh, Nagel, so you like. All right. Well, one of the things that I was looking at was, uh, you know, major pedigree. And. I was, I don't know if I should do this one first and next one. I don't, I don't mind. I, I thought I tried to figure out where I think people are going to go. And like I said, at the top of the show, if I'm not paying too, I'm not paying too much credence to what happened in November. Right. So Sung Jay M finishing second last November. I don't know if that is going to be drawing a ton of people to him, but I looked at Sung Jae's record in majors and it's really not that impressive. Outside of this second place in November, so I was like, "Ah, no, I don't love that." I like Fitzpatrick; he's he's hit or miss. But you know who I ended up with? This you might you might puke, but I like I like Hideki a lot. God damn it! Listen, in his last six Masters, he's got five top twenties. He's I don't want him. I don't think he's going to contend to win, but he was okay in Florida, right? What was this a 15th where a concession and 18th at the players. And then he missed the cut at, no, the, he got uh, cut at the players. Okay. Then what was it? Bay Hill then? Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. No. At Bay, Bay Hill. He played, Hill, uh, he played yeah. well there. Yeah. yeah. And then, okay. So he's got a 15th and 18th and then a missed cut. He got the match play. He was, you know, he got a 30th at, at uh, Valero. I think he started out pretty well. Yeah, he he started well early in the week. And I started off real good. I think it's a good sneaky low owned play. I don't think Kadecki going to get a lot, a ton of steam being right above cam Smith who was second yeah. Sunjay yeah. in who was second. I've already heard Matthew Fitzpatrick mentioned yeah. and this guy at the top of the sevens. I know everybody's going to play. So I, I, it, this is kind of like a sneaky low owned sharp wow diggle that's a good pick <laughs> i mean so, so let let me let me def,
1: let me defend you before my co-host rips you to shreds okay <laughs> please i i so i stood for hideki last week and i thought i was right because he started off really well because i was like all right you know it's a ball striking contest and he started out great and then he just it faded uh-huh i think i'm going to trust my read too i don't hate the play because I'm big on iron play and scrambling this week with these really firm greens. And mm-hmm. he's one of the best in this range. And you look at like a comp like 2013-2014 Masters, which is what I think this might shape up as. You have mm-hmm. Bubba Watson who is hit or miss of the putter. You got Am Scott hit or miss of the putter. I, like I again, like I'm not asking him to win, but can he come top 10? Yeah, I think he can. I mean, the ball striking is starting to come back a little bit. I mean, one thing we were concerned with was the irons for a while. That's a little better with him, and he's a great scrambler. So Yeah, if it's an up and down game, if pars are really good score, I don't hate the play at all. Now Boston Capper is going to rip you to shreds.
0: No, I'm not going to rip you to shreds. Look, look, it is what it is, man. Like uh, I have been burned by Hideki a shit ton. Hey, look, I was against him last week, and look, I was right. Whatever. T thirty, t thirty, and a miscut from the players. Uh, He is fifty seventh off the tee out of this field. Yeah, that's that's been a problem area for him. And look, and, and look, look, everybody knows that Rafa the, rough, the uh, Augusta doesn't mean shit, but dude, strokes game total, thirty-eighth, like approach 20 putting sixty-fourth. Those are good numbers. What are you talking about? The field, oh, that, so, the field so reality is
1: like seventy fucking people. So that's, so that's relative to the field. I, yeah. I Are you looking at fantasy national right now? Yeah. 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 That's just relative to the field. It's not PJ tour. No, I know. Okay. But relative to the field that we're playing. No, I,
0: I, I, know that. That's why
1: I'm saying they're, they're not good. No, they're <laughs> not
0: good. Like, like no. Like, and, and when T30 cut 18, 15th cut. Like, I don't know, man. Like, whatever. Like, I, like if you want to ride with them, that's fine. Like he. I don't know. I don't know what he's going to, he can have those rounds where he's going to give you like, you know, a, a really good round as far as like DK scoring goes, but man, I don't even want to put this dude on a top 20 bet. And I would much rather go with the the, the devil. I don't know at Augusta with Scotty uh, for a hundred dollars more and less ownership. Like I don't particularly love the play. I love Fitzpatrick too, but the fact that everybody keeps talking about it makes me terrified, but the dude has the his worst finish in his last what four events is T 11 he's played Augusta, what? Six, seven times. Like this is, this is uh, the seventh time, which is the level, which jump is the which the level jump. There. like, yeah, I, I, I'm, I, I'm with Fitzpatrick. I'm with you guys on, I'm with you on Fitzpatrick. Uh, yeah. I, I'm, i definitely fading decky again. Like it, the numbers just aren't there. Like he put one, one and a half rounds together this past weekend. And then he got cut the weekend before that. Like whatever I'll pass. Um, I'd rather, like I said, I'd rather take the devil. I don't know with Scotty Sheffley here. Uh, Berger's got way too much steam. I did like him. We talked about him prior, but now he's up to fucking almost 17, 18% here. Uh, I'm with you on him. Uh, we call him knucklehead on this podcast because he just, he, he looks like he's doing good. and Then he does something absolutely ridiculous and just completely screws you. Um Hovland, man, that is a fun dude to bet on. That is a terrifying dude to put your DFS lineup only because it goes birdie birdie double double eagle double. It's like it's like just a crazy card to watch. Um, I don't hate it though. Uh, so I guess I I guess I'm just talking about everybody at this point. So fuck it. Uh, I like Fitzpatrick the best. Uh, I'm in Scheffler second. Uh, I'm not on decky. and my fade. Uh, go ahead and say it. Everybody knows it. God, who am I fade in the AK range? Tommy Fleetwood. There we go. There we go. Trash, straight trash. Although the ownership does pique my interest a little bit.
2: There you go. <laughs> I, I, I need. I need. I need thirty seconds here. Come on, okay, th- go for it. Capper, you said earlier in the show about fast greens and shitty putters and how that could be beneficial to them. Yeah. Right? Remember yep. saying that? Yeah. Okay.
1: By yeah. the way, that is a take. He is reversed on a couple of times in this podcast. So Has let's, it, not, I let's like not, I, not, I feel like, I feel like, I, feel
0: like I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm fucking, I feel like that's what I've always said.
1: No, we had a fight about this. Like when we first started and you said better putters are worse on slower, or it,
2: it was reverse of what you said, basically. Uh, I'm going to need the tape on that one, but go ahead. Go ahead. So in that regard, I think, I think you're right about that. And hopefully that is true. His last five majors: thirteenth, seventeenth, twenty-second, miscut, twenty-first, sixteenth. That's his last six majors. That's a lot of, a lot of top twenties. Yeah. He has got the pedigree. And I looked at, and I was thinking of firm and fast, and what tournaments they've played where it's been hard, and the low scoring and conditions have been tough. Just in case that's what we're looking at this week. Go back to that BMW Championship that Rom won out in Chicago. You know, mm-hmm. Hideki was leading going into Sunday. He ended up finished uh, third, I think. Yep. And there's a comp course that I was looking at that I know. Well, it doesn't matter. No, I I same, it. I, say I, it. I this. What, it. what comp course? Ah, uh, Kapalua. Just, just from the. Uh, I can see it. Mm-hmm. Sidehill lies. Jordan Spieth has said yeah. that. No, I know I I totally the agree with that because of the sidehill lies. Yeah. Yeah. So only totally uh, So I was just looking at golf. Uh, you know, tough golf courses. Or tough conditions that I remember that they played in. He was good at concession. That was supposed to be really hard. I just like it. You're yeah, okay. not gonna talk me off it. Yeah, that's, that's
0: right. Like, listen, I, listen, I mean, I'm not. I'm not trying to talk
2: you off it. Right? Like, yeah, listen, well, you do you, you, man.
0: Because I picked them. I, ah. think, I think it's gonna be good. Of <laughs> course, right, of course. Oh, man. Listen, good for you. Listen, I, I've, i I've, I've thought Techie was gonna be great for me too, lots of times, and uh, and I've had to uh, chase uh, bad juice bets on uh, on Sunday to make up for it. So uh, good luck, sir. <laughs>
1: all right. uh, do you have any fades in this range, uh, Nagels?
2: Fades in the eights.
0: Yeah. <sighs> Sorry. That's all right. No worries. No. Joe, J- Play, every- Play everybody. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Play everybody. Uh, so, the, so I, this I, is I, the I, point I, where I'm putting nicotine gum in my fucking mouth because this is, like I know I have no cigarette in the near future, so I'm going to need to put some <laughs> nicotine gum I'm move, uh, trying to move on. No, no, you're
1: fine. Well, no, I I, I got to talk about my fade. Uh, I mean, it's, it's Sung Jay again. And and the reason why is I mean, so last November, that was a driving and putting show. This, I think, is going to be more of a ball striking and scrambling show. And his worst attributes are scrambling in this approach play. Like, he's losing over half a shot per round over his last 60 rounds of his irons. He's a bad scramble over the long term. I think it's going to be opposite of what happened in November. And those are his two worst qualities. So I don't like him there. And la- last thing, I mean, because. It was what a month ago when we all loved Terrell Hatton, right? My and, after, animal, man. and after two bad performances, we're all off him. Are are we a little worried about we're all just sleeping on him because this guy has won three times in the last year?
2: I'm not, um, not uh, uh, I'm not either. I'm okay. not, all right. He's, I'm just, he just torn, torn well in majors overall, with the exception of maybe the open championship. He, and, he has a couple top tens of the PGA, but that,
1: that was also four years ago. I will grant you that, but he oh, has, a couple, yeah, it, he he has some top tens at majors other than the open, but you're right. The masters has not been very well. He missed the c- cut in all three last year. Fine. I, yeah. I, I will grant you that I'm just playing devil's advocate, throwing it out there. No one's yeah. really talking about him. And he was a guy that everybody wanted to play up until a month ago.
0: Yeah, no, and look, I, I'm still fine with him at, um, the open, right. And the PGA, like I'm fine. I think I already have bets on him, but uh, like, I, I don't know. I mean, of course history is a good here. and look, nobody's talking about him because he's not in good form. Like he's just not. So, I mean, w- with the, with the, the pool of golfers you have to pick from, like, I mean, whatever, man, you gotta, you gotta cut your wrist somewhere. Okay. All right. I think we'd be at this range. Let's move on. All right. So who's going first in the seven K range. Let's see. So uh, why why don't you lead off? All right, that works. All right, well, listen, before I read off, uh, uh, listen, uh, so if you like how Steve does stuff, you'll love the guys over at PixWise. because listen, they're helmed by a team of trend watching, data devouring, sports fanatic wise guys, giving the who how and why behind every prediction on every game, every day, in every sport, and it's all for free. Pixwise presented the CAPRA contest that followed the likes of John Rothstein, Rashad Phillips, Jeff Nadu, and six other experts all competing for a $10,000 winner take all prize. So you can follow the action and see who won because the nice last game over at Pixwise.com slash match madness. That's Pixwise.com slash match madness. All right. So 7K range. Man, I really don't like this range, <laughs> like at all. So I liked Homa, but you you guys have already said that he's like he's picking up steam, right? So what's he sitting at right now as far as
1: about ten percent?
0: So I'm sure I'm at thirteen. Okay, right? So that that's enough to get me off him probably. Um, I mean, as as far as guys who are like I, I'm fine to play. I, I so I'm fine with Billy Ho, I guess just because of ownership. I'm not crazy about it. Four percent did good at the match play, but really, how much do you want to put into the match play? Did good at WGC. Um, think he finished top five there. Um, did all right at the Masters. Made the cut. I mean, honestly, I'm really not excited about any of these guys. I like Will Z. Um, uh, did, he, did he did he go off in November? No, this is debutant. So, so debutant, like fine, I guess. Like he's a great iron player. We talked about Louis. Um, scares me a little bit with that back. Um, and he can withdraw any minute, and he's doing it all with his putter, right? And which is the weird Louis Paul Casey's fucking uber chalk. I can't trust Bubba. I guess if I gotta make a stand, Sergio's irons have been really fucking good, right? Like he was lights out at the players. Um, did okay at WGC. I guess, gun kind to of my head, I gotta take Sergio. I was gonna take Homa, but. I'll take Sergio and Billy Ho. I guess. Like I really don't. I really don't like this range. Okay. All
2: right. Nails, you want to go (laughs) next? You want me to go? I only really like one guy. Uh, Okay. uh, Constructing my lineup, I uh, I ended up on one guy. I mentioned before the 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 comp I was looking at with uh, uh, Mm Capilua, and also uh, these are Ben Grass Greens, Mm -hmm. and the, there's certain golf courses I know are bent grass greens because Xander's one on those.
1: <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> it, was, it was just like an odd flex. It's just, I, <laughs> uh, I like Joaquin Neiman. Uh, he won the, he won the Greenbrier, which was on, uh, which was on bent grass, a tournament that Xander also won. Mm-hmm. He finished second at Kapalua, which is mm-hmm. a tournament Xander also won. He, uh, yeah, he missed it. He missed the event because of COVID in the fall. And he only played here as an amateur. Mm-hmm. Now his, his finishes have been fairly decent. His last, the last like four events, he's hovering around the top 25 or whatever. And he's been playing on overseeded greens with some poa and not pure Bermuda or pure Bermuda or whatever. And I always thought, well, Neiman, that's not his, that's not really where he's comfortable. He's good on, he's good on bank grass. I know that. Cause I, I remember that from Greenbrier and the, uh, he finished in the top five in the event in Chicago that I mentioned that Rom won. Mm-hmm. So that's how I ended up on Neiman. And I think I might get an ownership break with Sergio there and Casey there and Scott answer and even going down a little further to Homa. I don't know. I haven't seen any ownership yet, but okay. I don't think it's going to be a runaway. Oh, you got to play Joaquin Neiman. I know he's $7,400 and that's like, that's a bargain in itself. If Somebody said, I'll give you Joaquin Neiman for 7,400. A lot of people would sign up for that, but <laughs> that's not why I'm doing it. I'm doing it because in this, all these prices of $7,000, I think, I think uh, Neiman might, that's my pick. That That's who I like. Okay. Do you like that pick? Do I make a good case? Big that's a great that's a,
0: that dude, that's a great case. Cause I initially was leaning to fade him mm-hmm. and it's because I saw like the ownership almost at, like 13%. And I'm like, he hasn't played here. Like, what what is the story? Well, I, I like, uh, I like your correlation. I really do. Like, fine. Like that's, that's good knowledge, good stats. And uh, I'm going to have to reconsider that.
1: Okay. I mean, the, the only thing with me is the iron play has not been quite as sharp the last four It's Been doing mostly with the putter and off the T game. So just based on what I'm looking at for this tournament, that's not great, but he's also a great ball striker. It could come back at any time. So yeah. I mean, who's to say, um, so I still like Sergio even at like 10, 12% ownership, just the ball striking number has been great. It's that yeah. Yeah, it's 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 it, everyone is it it's only on Casey. It's like Casey's gonna push like twenty percent again, it's like insane. he the players. That's it strong is nuts. Game. That's true Yeah, and like and listen, at the players, he was awesome. It ended up working out for everybody. Like, his, can you do it two times in a row? Like, I mean, I have a sixty to one on Paul Casey outright that I love, but like at DFS, I'm terrified of that. So especially everybody's playing him. But I mean, I just—I mean, Sergio—he missed the Masters in November because of COVID too. The ball striking has been great. I'm I'm willing to overlook the putting numbers just because I think it's going to be more of a ball striking contest. Again, the comp Masters I've been looking at 2013, 2014. It's more the ball striking numbers have been better instead of the putting. So I like him there. Um, The will I like Will Zalatoris too, and I know there's pushback with Zalatoris because his debut but I mean, we've talked a lot about like golf. There's been a lot of golf courses early in the season where, okay, course history matters. And he went to the farmers and open Tory Torrey pines. He's like, yeah, course history matters. We finished T seven there. All right. Next week the things open. Oh yeah. Guys really good course history. Play well there. Finished T 17 went to the Genesis Riviera. Oh guys, a really good course history played really well there. Finished T 15 went to API. Oh guys a really course history. Play well there. Don't play anybody without course history. Finished T 10. Went to Sawgrass. Oh, play guys really good courses here at Sawgrass. Finished twenty first. So <laughs> at some point, like the guy just is a good player, all right. And like I mean, with as good of iron numbers as he has, he can play well anywhere. Like and like I don't need him to be top five. Like he's seventy three hundred dollars if he finishes T eighteen. I'm going to be pretty happy with that. Like if, if I also went to like Harris English in this range, he finished T 18 for you, you'd be thrilled or Billy Horschel T 18, but just cause wills out like he has this high expectation. T 18 not good enough. That's fine for this price range. So yeah. I like him here there. And then, I mean, I still am in the bag for Homa. I just like his form. I, I like the ball striking numbers coming in. I like the fact he did it at Riviera. Like that's a big that's a big like comparative to this place. I don't care if people are talking about it. I just, I have high hopes for the guy and I like the price of 7,100 bucks. So that's my third guy in this range. And then my, my one fate is it, it's Louie. I don't buy the fact that he is suddenly web Simpson and just it's <laughs> all putting and scrambling and the ball striking numbers just have not been very good. And, 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 and nails, we, we uh, mentioned this for you hopped on. So we, so I heard today that we finally got to the bottom. Of what happened to API when he withdrew like after the round started. His back tightened up and then at the players he wasn't that great and the match play he didn't play that great. So that's enough for me to get off him. Um so Boston Camper, who's a do you have anybody who's a sleeper in this range?
0: Like <laughs> I mean, low ownership besides
1: like Horschel or anything?
0: No, so I was gonna use Horschel as my sleeper and then I basically talked myself out of uh, another guy as I was staring at it. Uh, I mean I'm fine with Faden, Usi. I mean <sighs> Lowry, Maybe, I don't know, man. Like I, I, didn't I just put him on a boat? You did. You yeah. Did. So I can't, I can't use Lowry. What about Perez? But anybody got to like do the good match play. I know everybody throws match play in the trash, but like whatever, dude, he was long played well. Um, I don't think he's going to get much ownership, right? What the hell could he be at? Not much. No, is it, I, I like the, is it the, I like the six K range better. Like I just do. Like I like the six K range better. I feel like I'm getting a, I'm getting the same player for a less of a price other than the guys that we are kind of already hit on. And now Neiman is on my radar. Thanks to Nagels.
1: Okay. Um. I mean, so, so a match play, cause I, I placed a lot of head to head bats on Perez that weekend. That was very profitable for me. He was lights out with a putter. That's, yeah, that's the reason why he advanced to the semi, he was
0: long off the tee, dude. He was accurate off the team. But dude, I yeah, I mean, that I, shit.
1: Let's see. He's been hitting his iron's good too. Um. So yeah, I mean, if he's got low ownership, he played well with the players. Guys on a heater, yeah, you're right. It so I'm I'm seven k. So.
0: Fuck it, you could do worse.
2: Yeah,
1: Nagels, do you have any sleepers besides Neiman or are you about down this range?
2: I I like what you said about Zalatoris. Don't forget, he was great at Wingfoot too. Yeah, um, that's true. Was um, yeah, I don't I, I just I don't like this this I would if Paul Casey wasn't a super chalky guy that was that would be somebody that I would play like a sneaky like I uh, had Casey at the PGA Championship at five percent on. Them. That worked. That was that was good. Yeah. I'm not gonna play him at 20 ever, but uh, I would like an Adam Scott. But Adam Scott's got one top 10 in the last calendar year. That's yeah. He he's popular too this week. Everybody's looking the course. Yeah, week. but I ne- I hate I never play Jason Day. I never play Louis. I, I'm starting to uh, to develop a a real anti Abe answer. Type thing. <laughs> you you call him soft there. You call him soft, and I love. Oh it. God, he's the worst. <laughs> now, yeah, I'm gonna play him at Augusta now. Forget it. So no, I don't like any. I don't like any of these guys. I'm with you. So, I like what you said about Zalatoris, and no, neiman's my pick, and I'm sticking with it. All right. All right. So, before
1: we leave, the one thing I will say about Jason Day is he's bizarre. Jason Day lately, he's gained over a stroke t degree, and he's putting like ass. And I'm not really sure why. I don't care but no, I, I'm just saying, I'm just pointing. I, I'm just, I just report the facts. All right. There,
0: there you right. go. <laughs> all right. So, all right. All right. So before we get to uh, the six K range, Hey, uh, Nagels, uh, we, yes, got a, sir. we got a free roll going, man. If you want to jump in on it, the uh, it's a $500 winner, take all DFS contest completely free really easy to sign up. You can even figure it out. I mean, you eventually figured out video for this call. So I'm pretty sure you could, you could figure out how to sign up for this. So just go to sports dot com slash masters, uh, $500 free roll. Anybody listen to this? It's fucking free. Just go sign up for it. It's not that hot. All you got to do is rate and review uh, the golf game of podcast, send the screenshot, follow the instructions. Super easy. That's it. That's all. All right. So six K range. We starting this one off, Steve. Uh, I think Nagels is going to start this one off.
1: Uh, all right. So, so th- who are three plays you like uh, in this range, Nagels?
2: Okay. I. Well, if somebody wanted to play Mark Leishman, I wouldn't be against it. Just from okay. a, a pedigree standpoint, yep. I wouldn't be against it. I didn't go there. i uh, I went down a little bit further. I talked about at the top of the show. Uh, I I know Kucher going to be. A very popular pick, considering his course history and everything else. I'm not an idiot, but I play. I started playing Coocher two weeks ago or last week, before anybody else did, and i um, now everyone's taking my guy.
0: Oh, listen! If you want, if you want to feel better about it, he's only projected at like seven to eight right now. Yeah, he's not as
2: he's po- not as popular
0: as you think. Yeah, oh, it's, it, it, a-
1: everything's going to Corey Connors and Co uh, Crack and Siwoo in this range. Really. Yep. Oh yeah. Hey, Corey Connors is massively popular. I mean, for good reasons, Played great, but he pops on all the databases as far okay,
2: as, well, it's just not one of them. Then, then I'm happy about that. But yeah, okay. I like it. too. You're yep. telling me he's one of the top guys. Uh,
1: yeah. I mean, j- just, just because the ball striking numbers look good and like that, that's what everybody goes to in this range. They just, they just grab your ball strikers. See, and, and he's got get,
0: three top tens. It, three top I won't tens. Get, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, no. Just the last three events he's played three top tens like, and he's, is Potter's actually figured out now too. Like, yeah, Kokrak.
2: Yeah, but I'm, back, I'm looking at like Jason Kokrak career finishes at the Greenbrier on Ben Grass Greens. And I'm going back and I'm trying to figure out how he did at the Tournament of Champions in Hawaii. And I'm doing all this research. And it turns out that everyone's just looking at strokes, gain numbers, and say, oh, yeah, well, he's the best. So I'm yep. going to play him. But nice I cut. have different reasons for playing him. Yeah. So it's fine. I think it's right. I yeah. think that's. A, I think that's a, a good play. So obviously it's not going to be sneaky, but I'm not wavering because I made a I made a deal with myself that I wasn't gonna I was gonna make my picks on a Monday and I'm gonna listen to everybody, and I wasn't gonna change for, no matter how chalky or how many <laughs> death there were out there. And I should have probably pivoted off of Harry Higgs, and I didn't. Oh, and you were on Higgs? I, of course I was. Uh, I
0: Harry Higgs, I've I been Harry the Higgs too. i forever. That's dude, dude I've I've been Higgs guy too. Yeah. And, and Steve, Steve told me I had to put him on a boat. And so we have oh. this I don't know if you I don't know how often you listen, but I do the godfather thing where I, I'm gonna put you on a fucking boat, like put yeah, like Fredo. And that's yeah. it. That and,
1: asshole and, couldn't be Cam <laughs> Champ last week. All right. That's why you should be on a boat.
2: Unbelievable. You know, he missed the, cost me you know, the, he missed the seven head-to-head. Head to, head. To, to make the cut, he missed the seven-foot putt. Yeah, yeah on, and champ chipped in to make
1: the cut in order to lose that head-to-head. I was so Furious. Well, you know what? That's not
2: Harry Higgs's fault. All right, you can't <laughs> agree. Anyway, anytime you lose a camp champ, it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, the point is. Oh, did you guys talk about uh, top suite yet? Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, oh yeah, we did. We talk about time. that. No, nah, oh, we, talked we about touched that last on it yesterday. Yeah, we
0: touched on it. Yeah, it he, was fucking. Talk- it was terrible. Listen, I should, I should have paid more attention to the blue steel coming out or whatever the stupid three would that he fucking makes uh, nine pass and three bogeys. And all of a sudden Stenson's fucking back. He still shot plus fucking whatever the hell for uh, uh-huh. Norlander just went off the planet at plus nine. It was a terrible bet, but you know what? I wanted to do it and I'm glad I ate the money because just to watch Steve turn red and get angry when I made it, it was worth the money to me. I've lost way more
2: money on dumber bets.
0: I was going <laughs> to bring bets. that up.
2: You mentioned Xander doesn't belong in the Ryder cup team. Yeah, that was a hammering Verlander on there. Yeah, so down, down below sevens, I like Kokrak, I like Kucher. I wouldn't. I was looking up hard at Leishman. Uh, I didn't really go down. I didn't really go scroll down very far to the bottom. Once you get down, once you get down there, it's really. Let me see if I'll see if another name pops up that I looked at. But maybe Ryan Palmer. Maybe if you love John Rom, you're supposed to love Ryan Palmer. Yeah, that's that's the narrative his record in majors is terrible. Oh, it's trash. So Dude, he hasn't, he hasn't, w- I didn't came the last time he won,
0: other than when John Rahm won the team event with him. When the hell was the last time he won, Steve? Uh, it's,
1: it's, it's been a while. I think the only top 10 I can recall of Ryan Palmer is 2014 PGA at Valhalla. I mean, he was top 10, well,
2: he's yeah. six. What is he? 6,500? Yeah. 6, yeah. 65. But I'd, ra- I'd rather go lower at that price.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'd rather just go lower and like you got Matt Wallace right there at 6,400. Like coming all, in on here. I love Matt Wallace now, right? Nah, listen, it's not, listen. Fuck you. I was on him last week, but pre-tournament, I had outright like I had him. I had him on a top 20. Like, and I, I, I listen. I like Matt Wallace. Like, I just kind of like the dude. Like, once again, I like angry golfers, and he's an angry golfer. So I like guys who play with passion, right? And that's a guy to me who. And what 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 is he playing now, Steve? Is this is his seventh?
1: Ah, uh, this is his. Third,
0: so it's third. A level jump. So it's the yeah. level jump. So so Steve has this uh, like basically third year wide receiver fantasy football theory, right? That that plays out where if you hit your third time, your seventh time, and your
1: ninth, ninth nine time, you have a jump in your total strokes gain on the field. It's it, it's it since it's data golf is study since 1995, yeah. basically showing how many times you play the masters than what happened the year afterwards, and then there's there's clear jumps at certain levels. So. he's, he's one of those guys. It's not a hard and fast rule, but if you want to talk yourself into somebody,
0: dude, he's $6,400. He's, he's clearly played well. He played well at match play Uh, Valero, like dude, third, like, and he didn't, the thing I like about his third place is he didn't like wither, right? Like he could have withered because he had some, he missed a couple really easy putts, came back, made a couple nice birdies on the back nine, kept himself in contention. And Dude, whatever. Like, uh, I like I like Wallace a hell of a lot more than I like fucking Palmer at 6,500. And it's probably because I've been burned by Palmer.
2: Settle down. It's Wallace huh? is <laughs> Wallace is not, Wallace is not a, a terrible. I'm not shitting all over your pick. It's that's fine. Good player. It's a good name down here. I was just, I only mentioned Ryan Palmer. So I was trying to think back who was I looking at when I was in this range. I like Ryan Palmer. He's a good iron player. Yep. But. I looked at his major record, and I'm like, no, I'm I'm not doing that. I don't need to do that. Right. So I didn't. You want to play Matt Wells? I I I I bless that. All okay. right.
0: All right. I got the Nagel's blessing. All right. All
1: right. <laughs> hey, have you listened to this show? There is no like
0: chill button for Boss and Capper. All right. So don't don't worry. It's it's okay. He, yeah, he means well. This is just me normal. Like people people who just meet me are like. I, you him, I'm like yeah, dude, I'm fine. This is just how I'm built. Like, uh, I, listen, I don't want to be this way either. It's just the way I'm wired, right? Like, I drink coffee all day. I'm in fucking high pressure sales. Like, this is it. Like, like this is me. Sorry. Right. I drink. I drink to calm myself down. Okay. <laughs>
1: all right. Um. So I'm gonna kind of compromise both of you guys because I like one guy that Nagels likes and one guy that Boston Cappers like. I, I also like Kucher too. I I think honestly, Nagels, you kind of sold me on him last week, and he was bad for a while, maybe has just turned a corner. And if this is going to be kind of like a, not a birdie fest masters where, you know, a little bit lower scoring, more of a grind. Yeah. I mean, Kuchar can finish top 20 in this type of masters perfectly fine. So I like him there. I also like Matt Wallace. It's not just because of last week he's actually been playing pretty well going back to December. Um, ever since the Middle Eastern swing and a couple of those fall events, he's just been starting to play a little better with his game. Like he played well at API too, so it wasn't just a one-off. What happened last week? Like, yes, I know that he was thrust into the spotlight last week. It was kind of a culmination of just a long period of solid play. So I like him there. And then Matt Jones is playing well. I mean, he played well. At Riviera played well at PJ National. First played, round
0: leader Matt Jones. Yes.
1: Hit good T <laughs> to green. Hit his irons pretty well. You know he can get up and down, like for sixty three hundred bucks. There's a lot. Like, like would you rather have like Charles Schwartzel, Mackenzie Hughes, or God forbid Henrik Stenson, forbid. or Matt Jones at basically the same price? Like Matt Jones is playing good and he's not getting a lot of ownership because
0: he's way down the card. So I like him. Yeah, Do especially you guys... especially if the wind's going to kick up. I mean that's yeah, literally I... the reason why I played him that week, took him out right and had first round leader on him. Right
2: wind, like why not?
1: Yeah. I mean, it's, it, it is a little bit weather dependent, but I mean,
2: we'll see how that goes, but when you, all right. when you mentioned those names, I was actually thinking, I kind of like Mackenzie Hughes actually out of that group. And he Point. came with a What the ninth the of the, What is it the putting? No, just because I was just just, just on name value alone. Okay. I said like you know, Charles Schwarzel, Mackenzie Hughes, Matt Jones, and we just, and you said Stenson, his, his ball is. striking is so bad, though. Well, I just—I know you're—I know you're a big stats guy. I'm thinking Mackenzie Hughes makes some putts, plays well at a hard golf course. I believe he finished pretty high at that BMW. Yeah, we're we finished a long top way
1: from, we're a long top. ways from that BMW though. It's it has not gone well for him lately.
2: I'm just—I'm looking at it. He finished ninth last week, or at, in his last event. It was a match play. He won his pod, didn't he? Yeah. He did. Okay. I, I don't care. I don't care about match play. So. But
0: match play does matter. Match play does matter. It's still it, like it does matter. Look, you everybody wants to throw it in the trash. It's still fucking golf, right? You still got to go out and you compete, and it's not the same as strokes play. But you you still got to be good. You still got to beat three fucking guys to get out of your pod.
2: You don't get strokes gain data from match play, so it just doesn't. Count. I don't really care. Right, exactly, exactly. Exactly. Match play. Match play
1: is a
0: putting contest, of course. Mackenzie Hughes does well at that. It's yeah. who makes the most putts. We didn't even okay. talk about Se Kim. I, first of all, I didn't give my eyes. I jumped on a Siwoo. Like tell me a guy who can get locked in with his irons. He, what, how many times has he played this? He's played this at least fucking five times. Yeah. This is Four. his fifth. This is his fifth appearance, fifth appearance, right? This is a man. It's Siwoo. This is something that matters to him. I, he, I, he's to me, top five iron player, like can't putt worth a fucking lick, right? Like same old shit, like fine off the tee. He actually been a little squirrely off the tee lately. I feel like I don't, I'm not, hold on, let me pull it up see if he's actually been squirrely off the tee. Sometimes I say stuff and it's just my, my eyes. And then the stats don't match. And then Steve fucking hits me with a ruler. Like the nuns used to <laughs> the, uh, <laughs> let's see the, um, yeah, dude, he's fine. Like dude, whatever. 26 fucking strokes game total 6,700. Tell me he doesn't have win equity.
1: I don't think he has win equity.
0: Why don't you think he has win equity? Because you really I think CWO uh, game is going to beat all these guys in this field. I mean, Probably not, but <laughs> but uh, okay. So out of Fratelli, Munez, Mickelson, Danny Willett, Kisner, Gazundtike, Woodland, like all these guys, like I mean, out of those guys, what definitely has the most.
2: Right? right yeah, the but I mean, I, <laughs> Woodland does out of those guys. Woodland? Woodland, you think so? Yeah, U.S. Open champion Gary Woodland. Yeah, he does. Yeah, yeah I, well, mean, I mean that was before hip labor, of Gary
1: Woodland. Well, did. Woodland actually played pretty well last week. He did okay. He, he, showed a little, he actually showed
2: pretty good form last yeah, week. Yeah, 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 I don't know. He had he, I he, figured, did, yeah, he in in something
1: like I round. think
2: Siwoo is a good pick. I'm not sure. I'm not shitting on it. I'm just okay. answering. Gave me, gave me five names. I would take. You I, take Woodland over Siwoo. You asked like who's. has no, got i Wood. No, right. Fire so you think Pirate Wood Equity and Siwoo Kim, in my opinion.
0: Well, you want to do you want to do a charity thing? What's that? You want to do a charity bet on it? I
2: do want to do a charity bet on Ooh, it. All right, let's do a charity bet.
0: What do you want to do? You want to do uh, you want to do a hundred bucks to uh, charity of choice? Who finishes higher, Woodland or Sebo? Sure. All right, let's do it, baby. Come oh, on. Let's. Uh, by the way, I have a shitty track record at this because I'm always just I always just back my favorite guys. So, but yeah, let's do let's do let's do hundred dollars charity <laughs> of choice. Higher 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 placement, right? Woodland or Sebo? Got it. All right, cool. On. Let's do. It. Nice, I love it. it. And we get to give. All
1: right. Let, last question. You got to pick one of the old timers. What are you
0: picking?
2: You Nagels
0: That's who I'm picking. The old timer, Nagelsbacher. <laughs> oh, <geez. laughs>
2: now for Fine. real, I can Does Stuart Sink count as an old timer? Yeah. Who? Sink. Does Stewart Sink's count as an old timer? No, he... I'm t- I'm talking like
1: past champion, like old timer. Okay. And, and not not not, Mic- not Mickelson either.
2: <laughs> <laughs> right. That's good. Uh, who's who's who finished well last year? He fought in World War Two, Larry. I think Mike Weir actually. I think Mike Weir made the cut actually.
0: Wait, yeah. Nagels, are you fucking serious? There was a guy who fought in World War Two actually finished well last year.
2: No, 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 no. no I was like, no. how the fuck did I miss in that videos, story? Did you see the videos last year? Yeah. the guy from the Ringer. Yeah. You know um, about. He did like the Masters update yeah it was like a rap song
0: yeah i forget who that was the it was the
2: animals in the background yeah like
0: but yeah dude it was fun. it cracked me the fuck up i can't remember who it was it was hilarious I didn't show my wife.
2: larry mize i think it was was it larry mize he was like two under par it's like larry mize is two under yeah. like he <laughs> fought a... in world war ii <laughs> that was part of the that was part of the rap it was very cool. obscure i'm sorry so no, no, awesome, uh, I, I,
0: I will, I will, t- I will tweet it out tonight because I was literally crying, laughing when he was do- <laughs> when he was doing it. I'll, I'll tweet it out That's tonight. Good. Man, I'm missing <laughs> some great stuff on social media, not being on there. <laughs> Yo, I'll listen. I'll put it in the Slack channel, okay, Steve? So okay, right, fine. Slack there we channel. go. <laughs> All right, it's,
2: old
0: guy,
2: huh? Yep, it's so one, one old guy. I'll take Freddie Couples. My first Masters I watched was the 1992 Masters. I was in the emergency room with my dad. I cut my chin open playing wiffle ball. And we watched Freddie Couples win the Masters in nineteen ninety two. And so yeah, that was that was like my original guy was Freddie yeah. Couples. I'll take okay. him. All right. I'm gonna go Bernhard Longer, because uh, at the nineteen
1: ninety five Ryder Cup that came to Rochester, New York, I tried to get an autograph from Colin Montgomery and he basically told me to go fuck myself. And Bernhard Longer <laughs> was nice enough to give me an autograph ball and uh pat me on the back and you know, walk away. So yeah, I always had a soft spot for Bernhard Longer. Let's
0: go. That's uh, great. Uh, I'm gonna take uh, I'm gonna take couples too, uh, just because I, I I think I played them a couple times at DFS, and I really don't care about this range, and I think this is a dumb question because nobody's gonna play them. So how's that? I'll just go with Nagels. Nagels, you gotta. Uh, so I got
2: a I got a scar on my chin too, but I got hit with a pipe. Oh, <laughs> I mean I was I was young. I was 14 or something. So That's yeah, a, so you so you're, not, so you're not that much older than I am. How old are you? I'm gonna be 45. In oh June.
0: yeah, so yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, we're 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 around the same age. Steve's the and even though he acts like the oldest. <laughs> exactly. 30 yeah. bedtime
1: with a warm glass of milk.
0: <laughs> there we go. All
1: right. A- any closing thoughts, uh, Nagos? You want to hit on the Giants real quick? As far I mean, there's been oh, a lot oh, of
0: uh... time out. Okay. Kramer right. Kramer told me he 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 wants to know why you're not a Gettleman guy because Gettleman is clearly the future and he is pulling all the right strings. To make this team correct, so
2: See, this is my fucking problem, Kramer, <laughs> and all these giant fans. You're, it's so bad that it's gotten to the point where mockery is just accepted, and we're this once proud franchise is just a fucking abomination, and we're just gonna play it off like, yeah, we suck. It's fine, no big deal. All rise. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> Kramer's on a great podcast, and he has a platform where he can tell people, like, this is unacceptable. We're not just going to just let it be. Ah, no big deal. We'll just draft another running back. It's fine. We're 6-10, and but we were contending for the division. Everything's perfect. They suck, and I'm so sick of it. They've sucked for four years, and they haven't fixed the sucking in three. It's, ugh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and nobody is identifying the problem or nobody's doing anything about it because Saquon Barkley sells jerseys and we're supposed to believe that Leonard Williams is Khalil Mack. And we're supposed to believe that we're fixing the offense by bringing in all these extra coordinators and, oh, we well, we got a marquee wide receiver now. Well, we fucking had a marquee wide receiver and you traded them right after you fucking signed them and killed our salary cap. Then you drafted a shitty quarterback. It's fucking pathetic and nobody says anything. That's fine. That's fine. We're going to sell our season tickets. We're going to sell our PSLs. The fans are coming back. All rise. The Giants are going to be fucking great because the whole division sucks. And they're going to play the Packers and you lose by 50 because you're fucking suck. And you don't have any good players. And you don't have a pass rush and you don't have, you don't have any moxie anywhere except at the coaching position. You have a left tackle. You have nothing, though. You need fifty-three players. You got two, and I'm supposed to be like, "Yeah, I can't fucking wait till September. This is gonna be Uh-oh. a great season." But oh, hold,
1: hold on, Nagels. Nagels, let, let uh, me let me repeat. Did you know that Daniel Jones has the highest passer rating on deep
2: balls? Steve, I really like you. I think you're a really smart guy. I've been listening to you for a couple of years, and I know that you know your shit. I am not interested in your fucking stats. I know what my eyeballs tell me. He is not a franchise quarterback. He is not the answer. And they haven't drafted a pass rusher in like six years. And they're signing defensive tackles like crazy. And they're signing corners, but we got no pass rush. So it doesn't matter if you have fucking Deion Sanders out there. They're going to get open. It's a passing league, and we're drafting running backs and the offensive line still sucks. It's been four (laughs) years and nobody cares.
0: I mean, I can't have a hot attack on that (laughs) plug.
1: So here's the thing nails. You're going to be joining our podcast a lot more. You're going to pick up on my sarcasm because you're right. That is a bullshit stat. I watch the same things that you. I don't, it. I don't, I don't buy that. I don't buy that passer rating thing for a second. Do you know why he probably had the highest passer rating? Because the defenses were so surprised that we were going to actually attempt to throw deep. that They didn't bother covering anybody downfield because <laughs> they suck. He's a terrible quarterback. Now here's the, the silver lining between the season. I'm we're going to know, if Dan, we're going to know if Daniel Jones is actually going to stick around because if he can't produce with Kenny Galladay, Steve, we, Shepherd, Steve, Steve we
2: knew this. Last year. Listen, I get, th- 20- I get the 20, we knew this in 2018. I understand this, but guess, you had guess what? You Gettleman pulling the strings. If Joe Judge had any fucking balls in his, anyway, and he was as great as everybody says he is, he would have gotten Gettleman out of the fucking building before he did any more irreparable damage to the fucking franchise. Listen, I'm with you.
1: This is the final year of this. Either it works and we're it's wrong, not- it's fine.
2: It's worse. Do you understand? It's worse. Okay. They're gonna but da- okay. 90 million dollars. Okay, do you agree with me? Them. They're not gonna trade them. Do you agree you with me? A if- fan okay. base Listen, yeah, hold, a on. Football player time. hold on. Hold on, hold on. Do you agree
1: with me? If they suck this year, Daniel Jones is gone, right? Oh my yes. god, you're not listening.
0: You're not- Why am I not listening? <laughs> right.
1: Why am I not listening? We're on the same side I mean, here. It doesn't All right. matter.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: He's going to have a fucking, they're not recognizing the greater problem. They think that they're building and they're building towards something. They are so far away. It's ridiculous. Ridiculous because it's it's only going to get worse. It's not going to get better. They're going in the wrong direction because they got a sign Saquon and then they don't have a quarterback. And then, they have no pass rush and they, they're going to trade away draft picks for pending shitty free agents who are going to get a franchise tag and get paid in the top five when they are not fucking top five players. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So we're going to trade draft capital. They got to right. get rid of gentlemen. They need to get rid of Saquon. They need to get rid of Daniel Jones. They need to admit that they're fucked. They're not admitting they're fucked. They're saying, we got Kenny Galladay. Oh, let's flash the jersey. We're going to be great. We got Daniel Jones some help. We don't, I don't want Daniel Jones to have help. I want him out of the building. I want you to admit you're fucked. They're fucked. I will admit. All rise. All rise. I'm
1: calm down. I'm with you. Party. They're fucked. They're they're fucked. Okay, we're on the same side on this. All right. I have not been happy with the last three years. I'm not happy they kept D- Gettleman. I'm not happy they drafted Daniel Jones. All I'm saying is this: I'm already writing off this season, and I don't think Daniel Jones is going to be worth a shit. And they're going to rebuild next year. So I'm already looking
0: forward to the rebuild. There you go. Listen, rebuilds suck. All right. As as somebody who lost, oh, we've been doing team. it for five fucking years. Yeah, we well, haven't
2: uh, started rebuilding. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, man, it could
0: be worse. One thing you could be a Jets fan. Okay. You could be a fucking Jets fan. You, you could, your family could have gave you that ugly. Oh, stop it. The Jets are not in better shape. The the Jets are the Jets period. End of story. It doesn't matter who they draft. They're going to ruin the goddamn quarterback. Like they have done for the last 40 fucking years. Right. It's the Jets. I don't give a shit. What happens? Like Belichick resigned on a cocktail napkin. Like that's how literal respect football people have for the jets. Fuck the jets with Woody Johnson and all that. You guys are lucky that you even have Daniel Jones. I have cam Newton throwing the fucking quarterback throwing the fucking ball. He throws the ball at the feet. And listen, Nagels, I don't want you to have a stroke, bro. I really don't. I can, I mean, I'm
2: not get... going to have a stroke, but I'm also not going to listen to a Patriots fan. Complaint. <laughs>
0: listen, you won two super bowls. You beat me twice. You've had a great run too. Like, listen, this is part of being, you got to come back to earth with the peasants, I guess, of the other football fans. Like I don't like it either. But it it's it's going to be 10
2: years. It's going to be 10 years.
0: Yeah, I know. That's a long time. It is a long time. Jesus Christ. Has it been 10 years since then? 2011. Yeah. Yes, listen, uh, so yeah, listen, I'm with you. I think is fucking completely delusional. Uh, I'm a hundred percent. I don't think he's serious. I know I he's him. No, bro. I'm it's telling you right funny. now. No, bro. He's serious. I'm telling you right no. now. He, bro, I'm telling you right now. Bro, I know he's serious. I know for a yeah. fact. He's, I, listen, I have tried to talk about the shit. I, I, dude, we do the circuit contest together. I have to talk about the Giants every fucking week. like, (laughs) yeah, dude, he loves it. Listen, he's blind. You tell me it's not a bit. You're telling me right now. I'm telling you right now. It's not a bit.
2: It is not. That's not for the show. That's not for the show. Hilarious. Nope. All rise. He's like
0: the He's like the the 18 year old Marine who falls in love with the fucking stripper. No, no. She really loves me, bro. She really loves me. I promise. What type
2: of edibles is he on?
0: I mean, good ones. Good ones. He's out in Cali. So good ones.
2: So yeah, I'm, I'm just, I'm just pissed off and I'm going to be pissed off. I'm waiting for Gettleman to get, be fired. And then maybe we can start. I mean, but, there was, there was spittle coming at the camera. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. He already Listen. ruined Carolina and nobody even <laughs> mentions that anymore. They're screwed. And now ugh, whatever. <laughs> whatever.
0: All right, man. Let's not leave it on a sour note. Talking no, about you guys. It's master's week. Thanks it's master's week. It's Masters League. We're all going to make a bunch of money. We are all on a lot of the same people, which is kind of terrifying. Um, but listen, he uh, had a great week last week. Fucking hit speed. What'd you hit 462.5 yeah. on your DK? Yes. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Come agree. on, man. Like, listen. Let's ride the fucking momentum. Let's do it another week. Pump what you want to pump. What do you got? So wh- the show comes out on Wednesday. Give him the YouTube channel, the Periscope, if yeah. you Twitter, okay. and all that bullshit.
2: All right, real fast. I don't really like promote myself, but. If you enjoyed that giants rant, you have these takes and more on Wednesday nights. If you're on Twitter you'll find me on Twitter, Nagels bagels. If you do not have Twitter, you can watch the show on YouTube Wednesday nights, eight o'clock Eastern Nagels bagels, YouTube channel. And I'm going to go through my lineup. We're going to go through the pricing kind of like we did tonight, but a little bit more in depth. If you can actually believe that we're going to go more in depth and uh, we're on. it's a it's a good golf entertainment show. I'll say that people seem to like it. Why they watch it, I don't know. I don't care. It's just it's a lot of fun. So you can watch watch me on Wednesday nights on either Twitter Live or on my YouTube channel. Thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely, man. Listen, that's listen. That's why we co-sign, man.
0: We love watching you, man. You crack me the fuck up all the time, and that rant is just something. So to my heart, like I, seriously, that rant about the giants just made me so happy inside. You have no idea. Like I, I I'm, I'm smiling from the idiot. Like this is a legit smile because I yell about my team like that. I can feel your blood pressure. I can feel the sweat. I can feel just the fucking anger coming off of you because you have no control over it and you know, you're fucked and uh, I love it anyway. But when you're not fucked as your master's picks, uh, this dude is wicked shop. Listen to him. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I guess that's it. Steve, we got anything else? No, I think that's it. Uh, we got our belly betting show
1: tomorrow, and uh, we'll kind of recuperate after uh, yelling at each other at the end of the show here. And uh, I love yeah, it, well, you guys. It's with love. Yeah, I love. I know it's
2: with love. I'm not. No, yelling. It's,
1: it's, it's tough time being a Giants fan. You have to get the emotions. Out. I totally get it. Okay. We're we're on the same team though. All right. Don't worry
0: about all right, so whatever, you, like follow all the shit Nagel said, man. Go find him, go watch it seriously. Wednesday nights, it's good shit. Uh, there's a bunch of good dudes in that chat. Uh, he's got a listener league too, man. Ping him on 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 Twitter to find out how to get in his listen league. Don't forget about the uh, the $500 free roll, and I'm still gonna roll out our uh, normal one where it actually costs money. Uh, so uh, you guys can jump in on that. Uh, so for myself, Boston Capper, you can follow me on Boston underscore cap or on Twitter. Uh, Twitterless Steve's not there, so come to the Slack channel, go to SGPN slash Slack. Find it there. So for myself, Nagels Bagels, Steve, master's week motherfuckers. Let's go. And uh, betting show tomorrow night, man. Fucking let's uh let's break draft gigs. How's that?